This is the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. Make yourself comfortable and fasten your seatbelt. Tom and his guests are about to share powerful stories, trade business building insights, and have a few laughs. Tom created this podcast to help you captivate prospects and inspire them to act so you can get more clients quickly and easily. That's what powerful storytelling is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So let's get this party started. Here's your host, Tom Ruich. Hello and welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. My name is Tom Ruich and today's episode is called How to Turn Strangers into Happy Clients. My guest today is Lauren Gaggioli. Lauren is a digital entrepreneur, online course creator, and organic content marketing expert, having leveraged SEO and organic marketing to grow and sell her first business. She now helps her fellow solopreneurs learn how to grow their businesses via her organic marketing ecosystem course and through her online mastermind for entrepreneurs. A big believer in intentional living, Lauren also created an online course about purpose called Big Why Life. The course helps folks from all walks of life create their personal mission statement and support healthy habits to support living a life of purpose. When she's not working, you can find her training for her next half marathon, knitting up a new sweater, puttering in her garden, homebrewing beer with her husband, or making a delicious mess of the kitchen with her kids in their home just outside of Seattle. Lauren Gaggioli, welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. Well, thank you so much, Tom. I'm excited to be here and speak with you this morning. Yeah, very happy to have you here. So organic marketing, we were talking yes. a moment ago about search engine optimization, which is an organic marketing tactic versus PPC. Talk to us about what you mean when you talk about organic marketing. Yes, I mean that I have no ad spend. <laughs> that uh -huh. is really what I mean, because I've been a scrappy solopreneur for a very long time. And I know that a lot of these budgets that some people entertain um, to the average solopreneur who's just sweating it out in the corner of their guest bedroom, it's just not feasible to have a huge ad spend. And so I have dabbled and I have trusted other people to execute a paid strategy for me. And I will tell you, even though I taught ACT and SAT prep, highly searched terms that go out on the internet, people are, are desperate for a solution when they search it, I still couldn't find that sweet spot to convert. And I tried social ads and I tried Google ads, and I've just found there is no return so good as getting on Google's good side as a individual practitioner and as someone who actually takes care of their clients. Yeah. So if you are authentically showing up in the online space and you know the keywords to target, you can turn strangers on the internet into happy clients without an ad spend, and you can do it in high volumes. That's beautiful. And, and so what are some of the primary things that people should focus on when they're trying to drive some of that search traffic, strangers who are searching for whatever the term may be, 
turn those strangers into visitors and then into clients. Yes. And that is the leap, right? It's, it's, there's, there's a sort of pause in the middle before you bound to client. Um, But I think the, the primary thing is keyword research. And the challenge here is that a lot of people don't know what they're looking at, but keyword research, even if you're not going to do anything else, it's going to give you such keen insight into what people on the internet are searching. I think as entrepreneurs, we sort of have our secret sauce. We were talking about this, how like what I do is so special. And like, we have this tendency to speak in our internal jargon, like all the, all the branded little things that we have on our site. Uh, we're not Tony Robbins. So people aren't coming right. to us searching for our name. <laughs> we have to start with how we're the same as everybody else. Because that's the bridge that brings people over. And if we start there and we reflect the language, kind of similar to like mirroring posture can psychologically um, ingratiate you with somebody. Um, Similarly, on the internet, mirroring the language, the exact words that somebody was using can build up that know, like, and trust factor. So understanding what the keywords are out there that are being searched just immediately making those shifts like i have a a client and a friend who which all my clients are friends pretty much (laughs) which i think is like great it's really fun for me um but uh he was using the term recurring income and when we did the keyword research he found people are actually looking for recurring revenue that's the term and so just by shifting that in his language he's immediately a step ahead and yep. even if he does nothing else, once he gets on the phone with somebody or when he's writing a post, he's mirroring the thing they're looking for. That yep. obviously, when you structure it appropriately, write content around it and have it reflected in the copy there, great. Like that's going to help step it up. But just by using that language, just by making that little switch, he's already a step ahead. And yeah, so keyword I, research is the best place to start. I think that's so important. And of course, I'm in the business of helping clients create content that captivates and that builds bonds. And and yes. what we're talking about completely intersects and overlaps. You're talking about what term, what what search term will work best with Google. And if you match the language of the searcher, you're more likely to show up in the search. But if you match the language of the searcher in your content, search aside, they're more likely to connect with what you're saying because the words reflect back on them. If you're using the words that they're using, they're going to like and trust you more. And then of course, the added bonus, when they're searching on Google, they're going to be more likely to find you. Absolutely. And I think too, you know, we want to stand out. We want to look different. We want to show our special sauce, right? Right. But if we start with who we are that the other person knows about, right? Whatever Mm -hmm. it is, like you might have a special way of doing interior decorating, but tell me that you're an interior decorator first. Start Mm -hmm. there. But also, I think a really key component that's often missed in copy is empathy. And that not only are you going to mirror the language, but you need to think about the mindset of the person who just typed that query into Google. 
I work yeah. with a lot of Disney folks. And so a lot of those people are like, I'm so excited about my vacation. Like, mm -hmm. tell me more. And so you can say like, hey, I know you're super excited to get to Disney World. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait for you to see all that there is to see and experience all that there is to experience. However, have you thought about the fact that Disney dining reservations open 180 days out and they book up? You can no longer just walk into the park, walk into a restaurant like that's just rare. So if there's right. a dining experience you really want, then I need to show you the process of creating an ADR, your advanced mm -hmm. dining reservation. Mm -hmm. And so you can see that 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 builds that bridge, right? I'm starting with you're super excited and I see that you want to learn how to make your ADR. You really need to know that this is the process, but like, yeah. oh, my gosh, you're going to have a great time once you're there. So yeah. having that empathy, and also this is, I think, even more important if you're dealing with something that's difficult or challenging, right? I get a lot of people coming through my digital door who are saying, I am screaming into a void on the internet mm -hmm. and I nobody's finding me, right? Mm -hmm. And so the first step is to be found and there is no better person to alley-oop you than Uncle Google. Like uh -huh. he's, yeah. when once he has your back, your business is made. And I know that because I used to drive 16,000 hits per month to my organic, uh, organically to my ACT and SAT prep company. And right. like when you have 16,000 new users from the wilds of the internet finding you, that's a huge boost for a business. It brings right. in such a a viability to your business and also a sales price to your business like those, yeah. that's a metric that matters but the metric that matters most is how you convert to beyond just bringing people through the door so there's yeah. there's a lot of moving parts yeah so let's let's dive into that for a moment convert after you bring people in the door as you said this that that it's one thing to get a stranger to your website it's another thing to turn that stranger into a happy customer. Now, in in something like test prep or or tutoring, when somebody is searching, uh, they may be more ready buyer than in other businesses. If you're a coach or a consultant or a professional service provider, it might be somebody just trying to learn a little something, kick the tires, and so on and so forth. And so. One of the great mistakes we were talking about this uh, when uh, before the before we pressed record. One of the great mistakes that I see a lot of search marketers make is they think that their job is done when they <laughs> get traffic uh, to the site or or when they get you ranked on Google on that first page. Mm -hmm. But talk for a little while about you know what has to happen after you get them to the site, which also instructs where you want to send them to the site. And both of those things are so, so important in SEO strategy. They absolutely are. So uh, kind of dovetailing with my previous mention of keyword research, keywords yeah. come in a number of different flavors. The two mm -hmm. main ones of our concern um, are informational, keywords. Mm -hmm. So that would be something that you jettison a blog post off of. What is organic marketing, right? Mm -hmm. That's the kick the tires person versus a transactional intent. Mm -hmm. And with a transactional intent, that means somebody kind of has a key, like a credit card in hand. They're like, hey, can I find an organic marketing course? 
that is where you can make the play to your sales. So the problem is kind of like Ghostbusters. I see a lot of people trying to cross the streams mm -hmm. and in the immortal words of Egon, that would be bad. Um, <laughs> they try to drive informational people to a sale mm -hmm. and they're like, I'm going to make it. I say everybody needs to help somebody make a transformation in their mm -hmm. copy. So somebody comes, what is organic marketing? You can say, hey, I see, you know, you're curious about organic marketing. It's amazing. It's done this wonderful stuff for me. I'm really excited to share what it is with you. And then you can compare organic to paid to um, to social. You know, you can you can do explain the difference and say, are you curious to know how much organic traffic your site's getting? I have a DIY website audit that you can sign up for. You just put your email right. in and I'll show you exactly how much and why it matters. Yep. Leveraging free tools on the internet. And that's yep. the exact play I make. <laughs> yeah. And so it's not, it is a transaction of sorts. People are protective of their email address, but it's not give me money now because right. I explained this thing to you. It's an easier pivot. So that's yep. how you start to make that pivot. And then on the transactional side, you do need to help make transformation by allaying every fear that a person might have about working yep. with you. Put your price, yep. put your return policies, FAQs, explain your story, explain why this matters, share testimonials. Like there you can make a drive to buy now because that person had right. the credit card in hand. So for example, and I know you mentioned that you have a mastermind as well, Somebody looking for a mastermind knows that's a paid service. Right. And so I can expect that about 1% of people will convert on a paid offer. Mm -hmm. And so you can calculate the volume of traffic you need going into a sales page for that page to just stand on its own and make you money. And right. that's a really critical tipping point in every business. I call it your right. organic freedom tipping point. When you're making all the money you need, from organic search without doing any other marketing at all, right. that's where you really have freedom in your business. Yeah. And, and, and so, and, yeah, you yeah. can absolutely target for masterminds. So we should talk. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and when you talk about that 1%, that projection, and then, and then anticipating, all right, well, how much traffic do I need to drive? What you're talking about is targeting the people who have intent, who are looking yes. for... Uh, a mastermind looking to learn. If somebody types in the search, uh, what is SEO or, um, you know, uh, tip, SEO tips or something mm -hmm. like that, um, and you drive them to a page that says pay X to join this mastermind, you're not going to get that 1%. You're, right. <laughs> you're not going to come close. And so understanding intent is such a critical, critical idea. And what you were talking about before is giving them that free report or that download or what marketers like to call a lead magnet. Mm -hmm. That's a way to get that stranger who may not be ready to buy to raise their hand and say, tell me more. I'd yeah. like to build a relationship with you. And one thing I noticed visiting your website, Lauren, is that you do that really well. You have you. You know, a very clear and obvious call to action to sign up for the mailing list and there are free reports. And then when somebody signs up for the mailing list, there's a, a very robust thank you page, not just, oh, thanks, we got your information. It's a, there's a robust thank you page that says, yeah. here's what comes next. 
what comes next is a follow-up, an instant email. In that instant email, there's thank you. There's, hey, reply, let's interact. So you're very deliberate about drawing in those strangers into your world and establishing a relationship with them. Yeah. Talk for a moment about relationship building. What happens next after that thank you that thank you page and that thank you email to turn that stranger into a customer. So from the informational side, right? People mm -hmm. who just like find me on the internet and are like, what is this thing? Oh, look, I do want that, pre that extra whatever that I offer. Um, I bring them in and I, I, everybody's going to know this word. I nurture them. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, but it really is through the lens of, I really want to help. I remember how I remember how lonely it was when I got started. Um, before people start coming through your digital door, it is, and then if you're not getting out to like conferences and that sort of thing, it's this is an isolating thing to build a business on the internet. Like it's it absolutely is like that idea of being in the corner of your guest room that I mentioned earlier. That is not fiction. Like I I lived that, <laughs> so. I I empathize with people who are getting started and, you know, Olympic gold medalists need coaches. So mm -hmm. I'm under no illusions that I don't, like, right. you know, right. and that I can't pay it forward and help somebody create transformation in their own life and in their own mm -hmm. business and shortcut the path to success in yeah. some or form or fashion you're still gonna have to put in the work like i'm not someone saying like oh if you work with me in five minutes you'll have a profitable business mm -hmm. but um it's really important to me that folks see my heart to serve and mm -hmm. that i continue to make it obvious how i help so people can say yes when they need to so often yep. there will be ps's of like hey if you just need like a finger on the pulse my mastermind is a drop-in mastermind. There's no commitment. Mm -hmm. You can get your first session for $25 and you can come and drop in for an hour and it's capped at six entrepreneurs. It's a rolling thing. You sign up when it works for you, mm -hmm. right? So if you want that, if you just need somebody to help you, great. If you know you need SEO work though, the course is gonna be more robust and help you. And I, I can see. come alongside you. So just as i write new content like i just did uh an e-commerce tech stack post because that's mm -hmm. something that is highly searched i posted it and it like a week later it was already climbing the pages i can mm -hmm. see that traffic coming yeah you know yeah. i might need a different opt-in for that person than somebody who comes to learn about purpose mm -hmm. and that's the other thing is meeting people where they are and making it feel specific to the thing that they came to your site for, which again, all roads go back to keyword research. It comes down to understanding yep. the categories, the verticals you speak to. Um, it also comes down to like how you set up your website hierarchically, just mm -hmm. from a Google standpoint. So, you know, holding both threads of what satisfies the bots, right? URL structure, well-sized images that are named appropriately, keywords mm -hmm. woven in, headers, you know, the whole nine, but also then what serves people. And so to your point, like that, that thank you page, that is actually for the bots and the humans because mm -hmm. bots look to see how many pages people visit on a website. Right. Do they stay longer on the mm -hmm. site? There's link backs in that first email. So if people 
go to that second page and they don't click any other links, they go straight to the email. I wanna make sure the email gets through, right? So that's why that's on that page, the only call to action, go check your email right now. Once that's opened, they're directed back to the site in a couple of different ways. And so if I can keep getting repeat visitors, and that's something that I think a lot of people don't think about that you have a lot of content on your site, those blog posts, like we always think like people will come to my homepage, not if you're getting found by Google, people are coming up through the roots of your site, because those are the more granular uh, ways that you address those queries. And so those pages need to be robust drive to an opt-in. Usually we're so tired by the time we get to designing those pages, we're just like, whatever, there's words there. Great. (laughs) But you have to have that be like, this is the first page. This is the first impression. Do people know what to do? Do you take care of them? Do you facilitate that? Do you ask for the quote sale or the opt-in? Like whatever, whatever it is you're directing people to. And then making sure that as you go, you're also thinking about the bots. Like, is this something people want? Will will people connect through to a next, a next page? And then every time you write a post, drop it into a nurture sequence. Send mm-hmm. the nurture sequence every two weeks, three weeks, whatever. It doesn't have to be like, you know, I'm in your inbox every day. But you can do this like just-in-time creation of a nurture sequence as you craft your content mm-hmm. and continually drive people back to your website. Because that is really from an SEO perspective, that is the gold of your email list. Yes, you might get sales. You do absolutely want to let your list know when there is something going on, like a big promotion and they can get something more. You tend to convert to email in an average rate of three to 5%. That's just internet averages. You might convert much higher if you're meeting people very specifically instead of just get on my newsletter. But then from that list, that 1% conversion holds when you are pitching things. Mm -hmm. And so some people, they they need more information. They want to get to know you first. Other people will buy from a stranger on the internet right away if they're sent to a transactional page. It all Mm -hmm. has to do with their mindset. So don't take it personally when they don't convert immediately and know that if they don't buy right off the bat, just stay in conversation, ask questions. like serve and eventually once they feel comfortable once their threshold has been met then they'll come through the door you just have to trust that you said something really powerful earlier a question that every entrepreneur should apply to every piece of content and that question is do they know what to do next? Mm. So, so, so important. There is so much content out there where there's not a call to action. There's not a, here's a next step. That next step might be download this free report. The next step might be sign up for a complimentary consultation that could be a stepping stone into something bigger. It might be buy my mastermind program or course, but there is so much content out there that draws people in and they're feeling like, wow, this person gets me. This person knows what I'm looking for. This person is speaking my language back to the previous point we were discussing. And then what now? (laughs) And, And so that question do they know what to do next? If you ask that question every time you look at a blog post or a page on your website or an email that you send, and the answer is no, it's not clear what they should do next, you need you need to go back to the drawing board and add that next step. 
Absolutely. I think a lot about uh, T.S. Eliot when I'm writing and uh -huh. the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock, like, do not let your blog post your sales pages end with end with a whimper, right? Not uh -huh. with a bang, but with a whimper. You exactly. and confused minds don't buy. Conf and buy in this case can be any any sort of currency transaction. They don't engage. They don't take yep. the next right step. I literally at the bottom of every post say your next yep. right step. And I auto populate based on the content vertical they're in the appropriate opt-in box. And that has to right. do with like the systems that I've set up. But if you're feeling overwhelmed by all of this, mm. just, just start, just pick one, you know, yeah. and, and create one opt-in. You know, I can iterate quickly because I've been doing this since 2014. Like I'm almost a decade in this space. There's a lot of learning. And so I know it's, it's easy for us to sit up here on the mountains and say, we've been doing this forever. It's just old hat. When you are trying to figure out the systems that integrate with the copy that you now have to write, that's, you know, integrating with like, I still have to uphold my clients. I still, like, I'm trying to do all these things. Give yourself grace. It is hard. So it feels hard. Like yep. It feels hard because yep. it is hard. So when you're in that moment, just say, okay, what's the next right step I can do to, to facilitate that person out there? Think about that person who really needs what you offer. You can help them. You know you can. And mm -hmm. what is it that they need in that mm -hmm. moment? Like when they're yeah. in that headspace. Keyword yep. research can back you. You can validate your ideas. If you've ever been like, I'm creating all this stuff and it's falling flat, keyword research. And Ahrefs yep. has a free keyword generator. I will send you the link so that you can put it in the show notes. Yep. You can see how hard is it to rank for this term and what is the search volume per month? How many people are looking for this by name? And when you can see like, oh, nobody even calls it this. Yep. And maybe you name it something different. Maybe the thing isn't the problem or right. nobody's looking for this. It is much harder to convince people that they want something you made up than it is yep. to convince people to, that they want something that they just typed into Google yeah. and found the, the, on your site. The thing that's so great and so important about what you've been discussing is this focus on what is it that my audience, strangers or, or engaged followers need? The focus yeah. on what they need, the focus on serving, the focus on empathy, feeling what they're feeling and helping yeah. them envision where they want to go. I have a framework when we talk about story discovery, discovering what are the stories and the transformations that you want to discuss in your content. It's the three E fr framework. First, you empathize. Second, you envision. And third, you frame up how your products and services or resources enable that journey from before. Yes to after and going back to this call to action thing what's mm -hmm. the next step i think so many people are resistant to sell and they fall for this myth that oh you're supposed to create uh the bulk of your content should just be valuable content and then some <laughs> tiny fraction of your content should be selling something as if mm. they're separate things and the good stuff is over here 80 percent of the time and the yucky stuff the selling stuff is over here and i know based on what you've been talking about that you think as i do that that's a bunch of bs because yes. because you understand as i do that wait a minute that thing you're selling whether it's a free download or the mastermind, 
is designed to serve the client yeah. and fill a need and provide value to them. It's just the next step up of the whole value proposition, which is everything that you're providing. So yes. focusing through Google first and then empathizing and listening and paying attention and knowing what they need, that all is what adds up to first drawing the strangers in and then turning those strangers into happy customers, yes. not customers who feel ripped off, not no. customers who feel like you're imposing upon them, but yeah. happy customers because you are providing real value to them. I think it's important early and often to socialize the idea that this is what you're paid for. Yeah, You don't have to be explicit about it, especially in an informational post. So I yep. tend to link to my um, sales pages in informational posts through anchor text, which are hyperlinks. Right. So if I mention right. the word online mastermind, I hyperlink that to go to my sales page so that the person who's like, Ooh, what's that? I'm not yeah. just leaving it there, but it's also not like buy now. Yeah. So it's just socializing the idea that like, Hey, I'm a professional. Like right. if you are thinking like, I want to plant that seed early and often, like you found me, if you like the cut of my jib, then by all means, let's work together. Let me help yeah. you. Because I really do believe that supporting other solopreneurs is what I'm here for, right? Other right. digital entrepreneurs, people who are so passionate about what they do that they have like, to use your term, hung their shingle out on the internet, yeah. you know? And I think it's, it's, if you feel slimy about it, you're focusing on what you get, not what they get. Yeah, exactly. If sales are uncomfortable for you, it's because you feel like, you get more out of the equation than the other person. And that right. means you need to do something about how you deliver it, mm -hmm. either shift your mindset, right? You haven't framed up the benefits of what the person's getting in such a way that it confers a value to you. Like yeah. I know SEO works because I have clients who I've watched their traffic go like this and I've mm -hmm. watched their revenue go like this. Right. So because I've seen both sides of that, because it's SEO plus user experience, the client's mm -hmm. user experience, I know that I'm helping people serve better on the internet by leveraging Google as a part of that workflow. Yep. yep. That has and, value. I can point and, to it. Yeah. And and what you were describing, the hyperlinking to different programs and so forth, you do that in your welcome email. You do that mm -hmm. in the very first email that people instantly get when they sign up. We'll share in the show notes the links to go visit the website and learn more about Lauren and her business and, and sign up. And I encourage you to sign up for her email list and, and really study that thank you email because it's doing exactly what we're talking about here and check so many of the boxes of what I teach about how to follow up and immediately build rapport with the strangers who have raised their hand and said, I want to hear from you. And yeah. you're linking to programs and you're making it very, very clear that, Hey, I'm going to share some free stuff with you. You're going to enjoy this. It's going to be helpful for you. But oh, by the way, I sell things for a living. And the reason <laughs> I sell things is because they help you. And, and, uh, and, and that's my business. My business is to help you link to the mastermind link to the various programs that you have. And when I read that, I didn't think, oh my God. God, I can't believe that she's pitching in her thank you email. It doesn't <laughs> feel pitchy. It feels informative and helpful and 
it feels like you're here to serve me, which is exactly how you positioned yourself and honestly positioned yourself. And it's, it's very, very effective. So go mm -hmm. sign up for that email list. On that note, where can people find you and what will they find when they go looking? So the main site is laurengagioli.com, but I have two easier URLs that um, if you do want to work with me, um, one of the reasons I think my messaging is so clear is that I have gotten very clear about my purpose. Mm -hmm. And I find that a lot of entrepreneurs are a little fuzzy or they're cannibalizing their time where when they're with their family, it's this concept I have of entrepreneurial enmeshment. When you're with their family, they're like, oh, I'm ignoring my business. I should get over there. Or when they're with their business, they're like, oh, I'm ignoring my family. And they're never present in their business. Mm -hmm. And I realized that was because my purpose shifted with context. Where I was was who I was supposed to be and the other threads were pulling me. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so naming your purpose is a critical piece of this because it allows you to articulate specifically what it is you do. It becomes this litmus test of should I take something else on? So my mm -hmm. big why is that I help others actualize their unrealized potential. Mm -hmm. I help people see what's going on with them and then help them come up with the action steps to bring that to bear in the real world. And I do that when I homeschool my kids. I do that with my friends when they're having problems. Doesn't mean that I can't stand outside my zone of purpose and like just enjoy, you know, a cocktail with girlfriends. Absolutely, I can do that. But that is my 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 sweet spot, my secret mm -hmm. power. And so I think it's really critical that people know that because it it allows you to have such clarity in your messaging, and that's absolutely valuable. So bigwhylife.com. Um, big Y, so B-I-G-W-H-Y, yes. life, all one word, dot com. Dot com. And yeah. then if you want to learn more about SEO plus user experience turning strangers on the internet into happy clients, that's Organic Marketing Ecosystem. And that's mm -hmm. a course that I offer. Um, I'm about to do my my next live led round and then in the new year in 2024, January 2024, I'm launching an evergreen version, which you can supplement with the mastermind. So if yep. you do want a little more high touch accountability, you can add that in. Um, yep. But that will be going live in January 2024. And that's at organicmarketingecosystem.com. Now, yep. those URLs point you straight into laurengagioli.com to like the funny URLs that are SEO optimized, by the way. Um, yep. <laughs> and so you can find everything if you go to laurengagioli.com, but those will get you right to those landing pages to help yep. you if you want to work with me. So right there was a write this down tactic that Lauren <laughs> has used that is a really valuable thing. So if you are out there speaking or on podcasts or meeting people at networking events, the last thing you want to do is say, oh, yeah, if you want my download or if you want my whatever, go to mysite.com slash this slash that blah, 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 dot whatever. Yeah. Create a memorable and easy to recall that's redundant, uh, <laughs> create a memorable URL that you can just deliver, easy to write down, no ambiguity in the spelling, any of that. And this is important, redirect it back to the website. So the page yes. where you're going is still getting that SEO juice, 
cross-linking to other pages on the website, but it's so much easier to remember. You can go to GoDaddy or Hover.com or anywhere that you buy a domain and spend 15 bucks a year, if that, to buy that domain and then redirect it to the place it belongs. And it's just what she's done with her two URLs, which Lauren, I'd like you to repeat. What are the yes. two URLs that you just Big shared? BigYLife.com and organic marketing ecosystem.com. So easy to remember. And you know, it, Lauren it, Gaggioli, it's not, it's not <laughs> an easy, uh -uh. people are like, how many vowels are in that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You and I have that in common. Lauren Gaggioli, yes. Tom Ruich. It's like, how do you spell that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were, let's, yeah. let's not come up with a URL together. That'd be a disaster. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if we do a forum, uh, if we do yeah. any event together, it won't be the the Gagioli Ruich show. No, no. no one will find that. <laughs> so, uh, Lauren, any parting thoughts before we call it a day? I think there's a lot of hangups. A lot of people know about SEO and they don't do it. And I would get really clear on why. What? Where is your hangup? Um, yeah. A lot of people have been burned. It's overpriced for a lot of folks without much return. Uh, yeah. SEO space seems slimy, seems hard and technical. I mm. promise I did it as a solopreneur. And yes, now, you know, 10 years down the road, I have quite a bit of technical know-how under my belt. But mm -hmm. getting started today is, is, the, is the next right step because it takes 12 to 18 months to build but once you see this traffic start rolling in, if you do it right, and you don't have to do everything right, if you do, you know, 20% right, you can get 80% of the way there. And the reality is, as smaller practitioners, we don't need an ocean. We just need a couple of consistent drops of traffic to our site to have mm -hmm. a profitable business. So if you get down to the math of it and calculate how many clients do I need, and you can back up and figure it out, that's your organic freedom tipping point. And once yep. you know that, and that's something I teach, but once you know that, it becomes a game that's fun to play because you have a clear goal in mind. It's not just let's boil the ocean of all the people ever searching on the internet. It is let's just find the right people, get them to your digital doorstep. And if they work with you and have their messaging all done right, then you know they're able to convert more of those folks and have a really profitable freedom-giving business, which... That's the magic right there. That's why we do this. Exactly. Exactly. Lauren Gaggioli, thank you so much for your great insights. Really enjoyed the conversation. You shared just so much valuable stuff. And I hope that those of you who are listening now, press rewind, listen again, take notes, go visit the website, sign up for Lauren's uh, stuff, and you will build a stronger and better business, attract those strangers, convert them into happy followers, and then into happy clients. If you have enjoyed what you have heard or what you have seen, please go to wherever you get your favorite podcasts. It could be Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever, and press that five-star review and, and add a comment. That's a way for you to share the gift. If you valued what you got, you're passing that value along, and that's a little gift that, uh, that you can give to the world by by clicking on that review. Also, if you want to see past episodes, show notes, all sorts of stuff from the Story Power Marketing Show, go to storypowermarketing.show, the podcast website where you can get uh, all the past episodes and all the other good stuff. And then finally, if you want to learn how to transform your content from 
prospect repelling to client attracting. Go to storypowermarketing.com, free resources, downloads, all that good stuff. You can sign up for the mailing list. I'll send you a thank you note that has links to other resources and reminds you that, yeah, I do sell some things and, and uh, all those good tactics and, and strategies that we discussed all for the purpose of helping you transform your content and to do it without suffering from writer's block and all those other nasty feelings that mm. so many of you feel when you're trying to create content. So Lauren, thank you again. Listeners and watchers, thank you. We'll see you down the road. Thanks for listening to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. If you liked what you heard today, visit storypowermarketing.com resources, where you can sign up for Tom's entertaining, informative, must-read emails, download free business building resources, and discover other opportunities to help you harness the power of storytelling. That's storypowermarketing.com resources to help you captivate prospects, inspire them to act, and grow your business with greater ease and joy. Also, please remember to subscribe to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.